Hey everybody and welcome to episode 3 of the Inside Out podcast and I am your host Kira McCullough. It is so good to have you here listening to me and I thank you so much for inserting me into your ears for these few moments. It means so much to me and I hope that you realise that I'm really really grateful. Today I want to speak to you a little bit about mindset and how our self-belief and our self-esteem and our belief systems really do shape the reality that we live. So without further ado let's get right into it. So what is self-esteem? You know, we've probably all heard of the phrase of what we think of ourselves is what we become. And I wholeheartedly believe in how much truth and how really that really does define us. How we think about ourselves, how we speak to ourselves really results into how we act and really affects our reality of life. And when we speak about self-esteem, it's really about appreciating ourselves and holding ourselves to a high regard. I think when we speak about beliefs, we often, you know, might have limiting beliefs that hold ourselves back. We rise to the level of expectations of ourselves. So if we have a high self-esteem, we will rise to that standard. But if we have low self-esteem, we'll we'll literally sink to that standard too. So that's why it's really important to have a high self-esteem. You know, the beliefs we have, they either serve us or they don't. And how we can get to where we need to be is really trying to understand our belief systems and how that might affect our thought process and our actions. And it's about having that fragile conversation with yourself. You know, sometimes we think about people who have high self-esteem. One of our beliefs might be that that person is a narcissistic person or they are arrogant or cocky. But really, self-esteem is so important. And, you know, personal effectiveness is very much determined by self-esteem you know how we value ourselves as human beings and how positively we view our current ways of thinking really result into you know how we behave and what we feel so we really need to harness on maintaining high self-esteem and I want to give you a few tips now on how to do that Self-esteem is so incredibly important. I cannot emphasize that enough because I wholeheartedly understand and have lived through a life where I disregarded myself. I didn't hold much value or much worth in myself. And that was all centered around the beliefs that I had about myself. I believed that I wasn't good enough. I believed I would never mount anything. And I believed that I might fail. And all of that really stopped me from living the authentic life that I really wanted to live and to maybe um, have goals that I could potentially attain because I was afraid of failure. So our self-esteem is so, so important because let's say, for instance, we have a very low self-esteem and we don't believe in our worth and we don't believe we have value. Well, what's going to happen is that life and every experience that we have is going to prove that to us. If we're looking for evidence to back up our lack of self-worth, our lack of self-belief, or our, our lack of confidence, we're going to see that. We're going to find evidence for that. But if we have high self-esteem, 
then we're going to find evidence to match that as well. So we will be put into positions where we will be um, shown evidence that like it is important to have self-worth. And, you know, the reasons that it is important to have self-worth is because the more we have self-worth, the more we are likely to believe in our chances of accomplishing our goals. And the more we feel worthy of, you know, when we accomplish a goal, if we have self-esteem and high self-esteem, when we accomplish a goal, we are so like ready and um, willing to receive the rewards of that. And if we have low self-esteem, the chances are that we actually don't believe that we have what it takes to achieve our goals. And we are very um, reluctant reluctant to um, really take on the rewards. And we feel unworthy of the rewards that might come from um, achieving our goals. So I think it's important to really focus on maintaining a high self-esteem and really these tips that I'm about to share with you are definitely something that I use every single day in order to go from a place of low self-esteem to definitely a place of of high self-esteem and it's it's having that conversation with myself and literally a conversation a really fragile in-depth personal conversation of heart around the fact of how are my beliefs really starting to hold me back so for me one of the biggest beliefs that I had is that I wasn't wasn't good enough and that held me back because I didn't try because I had this massive fear of finding evidence about not being good enough so these tips that I'm about to share with you have really brought me back into a more grounded place and helped me to maintain a higher self-esteem and to maintain it on a daily basis so the first thing that you can do is to challenge your inner critic and I talk about this a lot and it's it's about flipping the script so you know it's about choosing a narrative that really serves us and you know like I said earlier our beliefs either serve us or they don't and when we actually take time to write down the belief systems that we have we can really start to challenge that you know all of us have an inner critic and and a part of building and maintaining a really high self-esteem we need to actively challenge our inner critic you know, if we don't and if we fail to challenge our inner critic on a daily basis, it becomes very easy for us to accept and believe all the negativity. But actually, if we take time to challenge our inner critic, we soon realise that much of the negativity that we believe or the belief systems that we have are actually so untrue and they don't serve us purpose. So every single time that we have a belief system, you know, if we're putting ourselves forward for something or we have a goal, let's say our goal is to lose weight. If you decide the second that you're going to lose weight and you have a few action steps to do it, your inner critic might start, you know, that voice in your head might get louder and louder because when we step out of our comfort zone and what I spoke about last week, when we step out of our comfort zone, we really, the voice in our head gets really, really loud and it's up to us to challenge that voice, to challenge that critic. That critic might tell us that not to try because, you know, we're happy the way we are or it's safe where we are or you know we don't want to be in pain and maybe I shouldn't go to the gym because I don't know what I'm doing and it it causes that anxiety and a little bit of stress and it might stop us from actually propelling forward and moving forward in what we want to achieve but when we 
sit down and really start to challenge our inner critic, we can actually start to overcome that. So, you know, in, in the case of losing weight and we have a belief system that we won't be good enough or we don't want to try or uh, we're afraid to try or, you know, um, we just have this limiting belief that we won't be good enough. Um, basically, it's our job to challenge that, to flip the script. You know, yes, you're going to have those reservations. Yes, you're going to feel nervous. But is that narrative that's happening inside your head serving you or is it holding you back? Because chances are it's holding you back. And the second we start to realize that our belief systems are really affecting our self-esteem, the minute we realize that, that's when we can change. So that's number one for me. It's challenging your inner critic. And you can do that every single time every moment or every goal that you decide to set or every choice that you decide to make there will be that inner conflict and it's about flipping the script and change and choosing the narrative that supports who you are where you want to go what you want to achieve and really we have the power over our minds to choose which narrative brings us and serves us the most You know, number two on the list is knowing who you are and what you want in life. I think it's really important to sit down with pen and paper and I would highly advise getting a journal to do this, to have it in one place about your goals, your vision for your life, which, what you want to create, where you want to go, how you want to be remembered, what impact you want to make and maybe your purpose. And in really taking time to write about all these things, you will start to realize your vision and you will begin to become more focused. And when we become more focused, we actually have a goal in life. You know, I think a great deal of stress and disappointment is actually caused by comparing ourselves with others. But it's really impossible to truly compete and compare yourself with someone else because you're two different people leading two very different lives and pursuing very different objectives. So it's really important to take time to understand all of the aspects of yourself, you know, and you realize that you really are unique and there can be no joy to come from comparing yourself and your uniqueness to someone else. And instead of comparing yourself with others, it's time to measure your own progress against your own objectives. So when you have a clear vision of who you are, where you want to go, what you want to achieve, some of your goals and what you want to be remembered for, you can now start to really start to find progress and start finding, you know, ways to obtain these goals. And that's how you achieve a high self-esteem when you start to complete and achieve these goals. Number three on the list is progress over perfection and doing the best that you can in this moment in time. Perfection is genuinely very unobtainable and very unnecessary and yes there are always new things to learn and, and ways to improve but rather than trying to like pursue perfection and to always be the best choose to be the best that you can be in that moment choose to be one percent better choose starting instead of thinking about being perfect you know often when we think about perfection or when we focus on perfection we actually become so overwhelmed that we become paralyzed into inaction and if we focus on just becoming one percent better doing something that will bring you one percent closer to your goals you know it really starts to 
work with your mind in a different way so your self-esteem can genuinely become easier to maintain and you will develop a higher self-esteem if you start to you know choose progress over perfection you know when I was training to to go on that 1000 kilometer run I was all always at the start kind of looking ahead and realizing how unfit I was when I was starting my training and it really got me into a, a mindset of um, where I was lacking in self-belief and didn't really think that I could achieve what I was hoping to set out to do. So I was too focused, too much focused on perfection and everything had to be right to start. You know, there had to be a right time to start and I had to feel right. I had to feel motivated. Let me tell you this, motivation doesn't exist There will never be a perfect moment where you will feel 100% motivated. So the perfect moment doesn't exist. What I decided to choose to do was to focus on progression instead of perfection. And genuinely, little by little, step by step, I became able to run a thousand kilometers. And trust me, if I can do it just by focusing on progress over perfection, you can too. It's a very easy tool and it's... (laughs) It's quite hard to adjust to because I am a perfectionist at heart and I do like to do things right. But in your mind, if you jump too far ahead into the future, if you're looking too far ahead at trying to have everything perfect, you will force yourself into um, a paralyzed state of mind where you actually don't act at all. And I would rather do something imperfectly than not do it at all. next thing on the list of tips to maintain a high self-esteem is to surround yourself with positive relationships and try to eliminate the negative relationships you may have in your life there's a very good quote i heard before and it was don't let people negative people rent a space in your head raise the rent kick them out get rid of them having the wrong people in our life can be really toxic you know it can really hold us back and finding people and embracing people and loving people who actually lift us higher and make us feel more energized will really start to affect our self-esteem and I think it's really important to have people who want you to succeed in life who will help you succeed in life and who enjoy watching you grow alongside them instead of having negative people who might hold you back and tell you that you can't do something or you shouldn't try to achieve something don't let people rob you of your emotional energy it's too important and when you're trying to achieve your goals having people who you can surround yourself with who understand you trying to push yourself forward who understand what it means to have a goal and to try your best to attain it and who want to help you do that i think it's imperative and you know you don't have to fall out with people but you just have to maybe sit down and think of people you hold in your life hold closer in your life and are they people who really want to see you grow and will help you grow or are they people who um maybe might be a little bit confrontational when you say you have a high a goal that you really want to achieve so it's about i suppose auditing our relationships that we have with people and are they bringing out the best of us or are they holding us back and if we find that we're like having negative relationships with people it's time to eliminate those and you don't have to shut them off but you have to now be cautious that 
these type of relationships will really affect your energy, your emotional energy. And you need your emotional energy in order to maintain like high self-esteem. And it's really important that you do that. You know, I've had people in my life who have really, I suppose, zapped me up my emotional energy. And when people bring, make you feel bad about yourself, when people bring you down, if you have low self-esteem, you will start to believe them and everything that they say. So it's about finding the people and, and embracing those people who really start to lift you up, who love you for exactly who you are and who want you to achieve everything that you want to achieve. So have a think and, you know, audit your friendships, audit the relationships that you have in your life. Are they serving you in a way that it's positive in your life or are they bringing you down? The last tip is to be grateful and I talk about this all of the time because it is the be all and end all of what I use to really maintain a high self-esteem. I think if we take time each day to practice gratitude for all the good things in life, we will find evidence to support that more and more and more. Like I said earlier, the more we think about negative, the more we think of negative thoughts, the more we start to, you know, find evidence to support that thought process. So if we're thinking in a negative way or if we have beliefs that are starting to affect us in a negative way, then we will see evidence to support that. You know, if we've low self-esteem, we often fail to, to recognize the, the good things in life, you know, and that could include our achievements. So when we're appreciating things, that we, we not only take time to recognize the good things about life, but we understand how, you know, the good things that we have in life, if we appreciate them and look after them, they could actually benefit us. You know, for instance, if you want to lose weight, you might have a friend who is really good at lifting weights and, you know, they've openly said so many times that they would love to have you train with them and your limiting negative beliefs always kind of made you think that I will never be good enough as this person or I look at them, it's easy for them because they're already fit and they're already in shape. And that, that thought process is holding you back because first of all, you're getting stuck in a negative cycle. And second of all, you're not realizing that this good thing, this good person in your life wants to help you and wants to see you succeed. And maybe it's trying to extend an open arm of, I will help you, just please let me in. And when we take time to recognize that that is such a good thing in our lives, we can learn to benefit from it. So if we decide to flip the script on our limiting beliefs and our negative thought process, we might start to really appreciate the people that we have with the talents that they have. So you do have a friend who can lift weights and who really wants to train with you. And you can, you know, see all of those skills and say, well, I'm really grateful for my friend. And I'm really grateful that they have decided to help me. And their skills have helped me develop and to have, have helped me to lose weight. And I'm really grateful for that. And that's really powerful because we start to see the world in a more open, caring, loving way. And the more that we express gratitude, the more we find things to be grateful for. And I think it's really powerful. And I would probably do a whole segment on gratitude another day, but if you were to get into, if you were to take away anything from this today, it's to start practicing gratitude a lot more. 
You know, Gandhi once said that our beliefs become our thoughts, our thoughts become our words, our words become our habits, our habits become our values and our values become our destiny, which is why it's so important that we decide to choose to work on and to identify the belief systems that we have. And a lot of our belief systems can be something that we've actually taken up from a very young age. You know, I actually have sat down with my belief systems and worked out what systems might be holding me back and what beliefs that I can take to kind of propel me forward towards my goals. And one of the belief systems that I had was that I actually thought that in order to be a success, you had to work really, really hard. And all I've ever known is to work hard. It's to do your absolute best and to give everything you have. And I agree with that. But when I, as I got older, I realized that success wasn't about how hard I was working. Success was about how much time I got to spend at home with the people that I loved and how my job maybe allowed me to to do that. So that was success for me, was finding a job where I could be at home, you know, when I needed to be at home and to create a life. So choosing to not believe in that um, belief system really started to change and open up a new world for me because when I started to slow down my working life and I became self-employed and don't get me wrong I had so many belief systems that were holding me back I feared about not being good enough I thought I wasn't going to make it I wasn't smart enough I wasn't good enough at my craft but I think our beliefs manifest into our actions and the best thing we can do to change our beliefs is by doing the thing that we believe that we can't so for me becoming self-employed was something that I always believed that I couldn't you know I had underlying kind of self-doubt lack of self-worth didn't believe that I could do it and actually doing the thing that I didn't think that I was going to do I now know that our belief systems are correct I now can decide when I work and when I don't work allowing me to have a lot more time at home with the people that I love and to spend time with my friends and my family and to do the things that I really love to do and I also really love my job but I don't work at my job all of the time. And my old belief system was that in order to be a success, you had to work really hard. Yes, I work hard, but I also choose to not see my success as how hard I'm working. My success is how much time I get to spend at home with the people that I love. And it's changing that narrative and to find out what belief systems are holding you back and that aren't serving you and deciding to to rise above them and to make sure that the systems, the belief systems that you have, make sure that they're serving you and not holding you back. You know, if you accept the limiting belief, then it becomes the truth for you. So it's about choosing belief systems that will serve you. And, you know, our thoughts become our actions and our actions become our results. So it begins and ends with our mind, what we think we become. I really hope this episode has helped you tremendously understand the importance of how our self-esteem and our self-belief and our belief systems really work hand in hand together. And maybe if you take some time to sit with that, to sit with, you know, how you feel, how your self-esteem is, what would you rate your self-esteem and how you can improve on maintaining a higher self-esteem. You know, I always used to believe that people with a high self-esteem were really really arrogant or self-obsessed 
and I now realize it's one of the most important things that you can do so for yourself and you're not selfish by choosing to maintain a high self-esteem you're not arrogant you're not narcissistic you are literally creating a life where you can start to see a lot more gratitude and a lot more love and find evidence to support your new belief system and I genuinely think that if we all started to work on maintaining our self-esteem and making sure that we have high self-esteem then the world will be a, a lot more of an accepting place and I hope you can take time to sit down after this and maybe write out the the goals that you have take one goal that you have and start to match your belief system and how you might be holding yourself back based on your beliefs and your thoughts and choose a new narrative so instead of saying well you know I believe I won't be good enough to go for this job promotion you can flip the script and you can turn around and say well you know I believe I'm ready and I'm deserving of that job promotion and I'm going to try and already your mindset has changed already you feel better you feel more empowered and I think the more that you do that the easier it will be and the higher your self-esteem will become. I hope you really enjoyed episode three of the Inside Out podcast. I cannot thank you enough for listening and I hope it really brought a lot of insight into the power of our thoughts and how our self-beliefs are really starting to um, affect our reality and where we want to go and what we want to achieve. So I hope you can all take time to sit with that and to process that and to really dig deep into discovering what beliefs that might be holding you back from where you want to go. I am Kira McCullough and I cannot thank you enough for being here, for listening, for inserting me into your lives for a few minutes. I really appreciate it and I cannot wait to bring you episode four in the coming few days. Thank you so much.